Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. We are here for an episode digging into the issue of family boundaries, especially when you are overwhelmed, when you're busy, uh, it's summertime, life is sometimes just feeling a bit chaotic. And so we're going to take a look at four quick tips that will help your family uh, zero in together, set some boundaries with each other, with the outside world, without taking a lot of time, without taking a lot of uh, big, deep, maybe conflict-filled conversation, without having to say no a thousand times a day. We're going to take a look at four quick tips to family boundaries when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're busy, when life is crazy. If your family life is anything like mine, sometimes it can get a bit hectic. And so uh, family boundaries is something that I think we all need to be intentional about. But let's be honest, we don't always have a ton of time to do it. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about today's episode. But before we dig into the content, I want to remind you that today it can be a, another entry in the free birthday giveaway. Yes, my birthday is coming up. And on our Tuesday episode, July 13th, I will be giving away two copies of the excellent book, Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No, along with a gift card for some coffee. Because if you're going to sit down and read a whole chapter of a book and life is busy, you might need some coffee. Um, but this is a great book. I recommend the book Boundaries in counseling all the time because it's really practical. It's easy to read. Um, you know what? Even if you personally are not a reader or you already have a copy of Boundaries, which would be awesome, it makes a great gift and you can still get some good coffee. So let me walk through how you can enter the giveaway and then we will dig into today's episode. So you actually have an opportunity for five entries into the giveaway. Entry number one, leave a written review of this podcast, the Love Your People Well podcast. You can scroll right down to the bottom of your podcast player and you should see a, a link there for write or leave a written review. So leave a written review, take a screenshot of that review and then post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's at Love Your People Well and that tag in Instagram is how I will be keeping track of each of the giveaway entries. And then you have four more opportunities for entries uh, because when we announced the giveaway, there were four upcoming episodes before the Tuesday, July 13th uh, announcement of the winners. Um, so even if you've missed some of those, that's fine. Really, ultimately, just pick your four favorite episodes or the today's episode, the upcoming episodes, take a screenshot on your phone of yourself listening to the episode, and then share that screenshot in your Instagram stories. And again, tag me at Love Your People Well. So you can have up to five entries to win your copy of the book Boundaries. Super helpful. It's a really easy read. Um, and it's very practical. And you know, you can also get some coffee. And I will be announcing those two winners on my birthday, which is July 13th. So friend, I hope that you will uh, hit pause on this episode, leave a review, take a screenshot, tag me, get entered in the giveaway. But for now, let's dive into today's topic. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. 
So friends, I don't know what your family boundaries look like, but I do know I'm recording this episode. It's the middle of summer vacation and summer is often a time when we start to feel uh, hectic and busy because we're often trying to pack in so much stuff, so many activities, so many visits, so much time with friends, so much time outside that we start to feel a little bit overwhelmed and sometimes even a bit disconnected from our family. Um, That might be the season that you're in, or you know what, you might be sitting on the beach thinking, oh man, my family life is great. So I don't know what is true for you, but I'm pretty confident that at some point, even if it's not the season you're in today, at some point, if you're a mom, you've got kids at home, uh, you're married, maybe you're working, there's a lot going on in life, you're going to hit a season when it's going to be really helpful to just kind of say, wait a minute, pause and dig in to some healthy family boundaries without taking a lot of time or having some huge, big problem-solving conversation with your husband to make it happen. And so my goal today is these four tips that we're going to talk about will be quick and easy and will get your family back together with some healthy boundaries with the outside world. I want to start with a quick disclaimer because I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and boundaries is something we talk about all the time in the counseling room, but this podcast is not counseling. I'm not your counselor. This is not personal advice to your situation. If you do think counseling might be helpful for you, there is a link in the show notes that might provide um, some guidance, some encouragement on how to think about that and how to connect with a great counselor. Okay, with that in mind, let's dive into tip number one, setting family boundaries when you're overwhelmed, when you're busy, when life is hectic. Number one is set up a visible family calendar in your home. Now, a lot of people do this in the kitchen or the dining room or the living room, somewhere where everyone can easily kind of look up and visually see what is going on today, this week, this month, what are the big events If you already have a family calendar, it's worth double checking. Is everything actually on that family calendar? Because if you're anything like me, I tend to update things in my phone. So I've got my digital calendar, but you know, I don't always have my phone actually in my pocket if I'm playing with the kids or I'm making dinner. And if it's in my phone, that doesn't mean that my husband can always look up and access it. So having something visible is actually really helpful when life is feeling overwhelming. Number one, because it helps us get whatever the activity is, whatever the thing is, it gets out of my head, it gets onto a piece of paper. All of a sudden, it becomes more manageable. But number two, it keeps everybody on the same page because you're all looking at the same thing. You can look at it anytime, anyone can update it, and it has everything there. If you can trust that system, it's going to reduce that overwhelm and give everybody clarity about what are we doing. And then bonus points for this quick tip is once you have that visible family calendar, update it every week with your husband. Sit down together. Now, this doesn't need to be something separate. You can do it while you're sitting down for dinner. You can do it while you're watching TV and there's a commercial going on just to take a look at that calendar and double check. Hey, hon, in the upcoming week, is there anything missing on the calendar? Um, it's really not very helpful if you have a calendar, but it's out of date because then you're you're just going to be stressed thinking, well, is everything really on there? Am I forgetting something? So update it on a regular basis in a conversation with your husband. And you know what? If you don't have a calendar right now and you're thinking, I don't have time to go to the store. Uh, I don't like buying things online, whatever. Just hang up, print out, you know, 
a piece of paper, <laughs> several pieces of paper, and tape them up on the wall. It does not need to be a fancy, beautiful calendar. You can get something on the wall that documents these are all the different family activities coming up in the next week, in the next month. That will help strengthen those family boundaries, clarifying for everybody what's going on, who's doing what, and when are we doing it. Okay, friends, quick tip number two. Identify one family priority for any given season of your family life. Now for some, like I'm recording this in the summertime. So we, for our family, we have a family priority for this summer, this season, while my husband's out of work because he's a teacher, we have a family priority that every week we're going to do some sort of family outing. We're going to go to the park, we're going to go to the beach, whatever it might be. And knowing that family priority makes it easier then to say yes or no to other possible options that might come along because we can base it on, is that going to fit into our family priority for this season or is that possibly going to take away from it? If we know we've got triplets, they're not even two years old. If we take a day to go to the beach, that is fun, yes, but it's also a, a lot of work. It's very tiring. The kids are exhausted at the end of the day when we get home. And so we already know in advance, if whatever that family activity is each week, we're not going to plan anything for the next day because we're all going to need a little bit of extra time to relax. Now, that's just the season of life that we are in. But for some families, for your family, it might make more sense to have a priority by the month or by the week. It really doesn't matter what that season is. Is it each week you have a certain goal, each month, each quarter, um, each calendar season, <laughs> weather season, but know in advance together with your family, what is our top family priority for this season? Because if something conflicts with that, we already know we're going to say no. We don't have to think about it. We don't need to have a reason. There's some big excuse for people. We just need to say, oh, I'm so sorry. That conflicts with my family's priority. Can't do it right now, maybe later. So whatever that family priority is, that top priority is for you. Like I said, for us right now, it's getting in a family activity, a family outing every week. I know for couples that I've worked with when we've done family counseling, sometimes that one family priority when life is totally hectic has been every Saturday morning, you know what, kids, we're doing chores. We're going to set aside an hour. The house is too, way too messy. We're just doing chores every Saturday morning for one hour. We all know what's going on. We know why that's important to us. It's going to simplify our life. And we all know now that Saturday mornings, we're not booking other activities. So whatever pops in your mind right now, when I say that top family priority for a season, that's probably a good one to stick with, or at least to start with, because it's popping in your mind for a reason. It's on your heart for a reason. So action step number two, identify one family priority for the season you're in right now, and then just say no to anything that might interrupt that. And it just doesn't get on the calendar, doesn't get in the schedule, doesn't mean it's a bad thing that you might do, but if it's not pressing into and building up that one family priority, then it's probably not very healthy for your family in this season. Okay, action step number three. Set an end time each day for your family's technology use. You can do this today. doesn't need to take a ton of thought. You know what your general family schedule looks like. When do you eat dinner? When do you go to bed? Set an end time. When the clock hits, fill in the blank. 8 o'clock, 6.30, I don't know what it is. Set an end time. When the clock hits that spot, 
everybody's phone goes down, the laptops close, the TV gets turned off, there's no more technology use. And this might be a different time for the kids versus the parents. It might be after the kids go to bed, you can open the laptop again because you want to get an hour's worth of work done. But setting an end time for the family to make sure that you are protecting the close of the day, that people are not just in their devices, but they can actually look each other in the face, have a conversation, cuddle on the couch, you know, whatever it is your family wants to do. But set an end time each day for technology use. That will help protect your family's quality time together and those boundaries with the outside world. Because technology, basically its whole job is to connect us with the outside world. And so setting an end time each day helps you all get on the same page and protects that family time. All right, friends, we are here with quick tip number four. Have a family gathering each week at the same time to review the plan for the week. What does everybody want to do? Do we want to add some stuff into the calendar? What's coming up? Do we have doctor's appointments? Is, are we leaving on the family vacation at 6 a.m. on Thursday? So, it, wow, it really makes sense to do some stuff on Wednesday in particular. Get everybody together. Get everybody on the same page every week. Now, this is probably not as uh, quick of a tip, but I'm not saying this needs to be like an hour-long, big, deep family meeting. My family actually did that growing up. I don't remember if we did it every week, but we would have like this big family meeting. We would review everything. We had some other activities we would do, like everybody had to go around and say something nice or, you know, thank you to everybody else for doing something during the week. You know, we were trying to build family relationships also, and that took a lot of time. Uh, that might work for your family, and, that, and that's great. But what I'm talking about here is when you are in a particularly overwhelming and busy season of life, just find some time, maybe a time that people are already getting together. Saturday morning, you all wake up and you have pancakes together. Whatever it might be, it's going to be helpful if it's fun and if it's quick. And probably if it's close to that family calendar, so you can just pull it off the wall or point at it, and everyone can just give it a quick glance and say, yes. That's the plan. That's what's coming up. We're all on the same page. Hey, mom, I really need to go shopping this week. Hey, mom, I would really like to go to the movies with my friends. You know, whatever it is that people might want to add to that calendar. You don't have to say yes to all of that, but have everyone together once a week to review the plan. That probably doesn't need to take more than five minutes. And like I said, making it fun, making it connected with some family activity you're already doing or a special treat or something with everybody um, might make it more successful, might make it more enjoyable. Uh, but again, the goal here is that your whole family is looking at the calendar together at the same time, fleshing it out, adding into it. You get to check in with everybody about what they want to do, what's coming up for them, what they're excited about, what they're worried about. And then your family can move forward and you're all on the same page together. Okay, let's recap these four quick tips to setting family boundaries during a super crazy season of life. Number one, you're going to have a visible family calendar in your home and you and your husband are going to make sure you're updating it every week. That's you know probably the bigger appointments. If he has a big work meeting on Wednesday or whatever, you're going to make sure that calendar has everything that everybody needs to know. You can make that real simple. Just grab some pieces of paper, stick them on the wall if you don't have a calendar already. But have a visible family calendar in your home with 
everything on it that you might need to know during the course of the day. Action step number two, identify one family priority for any given season of life. And then you're just going to say no to other stuff that's going to get in the way of that family priority. Number three, set an end time each day for family technology use. The phones go down and you get together as a family. And action step number four, pull the whole family together once a week. It can be real quick and simple to look at that calendar and make sure, yes, me and my husband, we're already on the same page. We know the appointments that are already on there. It's correct. But what do people want to do this week? What do we want to add in? What are we excited about? What's coming up? And just check in with each other once a week. Everybody gets on the same page and then you move forward. All right, friends, I hope that those four tips are helpful for you. Um, and don't forget to enter into the giveaway. Take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Love Your People Well for an entry to win the book Boundaries along with a gift card for some coffee. And I want to offer one other special opportunity. Um, I think it's particularly on my mind, well, I guess with this topic, thinking about boundaries for our family, but also because uh, in the next two weeks, I'm really going to be sitting down and uh, finishing my first draft. And so I'm excited about it. It's on my mind. But you have you can sign up right now to be on the wait list for the digital course coming out later this summer, From Chaos to Calm, Finding Peace and Purpose in Your Home, Your Schedule, and Your Family Life. There is a link for it on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. There's a link in the show notes. But if your family life is sometimes feeling a bit more chaotic than you would like, and you would rather replace that with calm and peace and purpose, you want to know what you're doing, you want to know why you're doing it, and you want to do it in an effective and meaningful way that connects you with your family, this course is going to be for you. So you can sign up to be on the wait list right now on the website. Check out the show notes for the link. Take a screenshot and enter the giveaway today and take action, my friend, on these four quick tips. I would love for you to let me know, uh, maybe tag me on Instagram again, send me a, a direct message, which of these tips is most helpful for you in the season that you are in today. All right, my friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.